Right, well, <laughs> perhaps for the, for the uh, benefit of the microphone, if we can just introduce ourselves um, and we'll go around and then talk about the different aspects of sport within the village of Slingsby. So my name is John Apps, resident of Slingsby, but not born in the village. My name is Peter Smithson. I was born in the village, down at the lawns. My name's Alf Holmes. I wasn't born in the village, but I came here at three months old, so I might as well have been born in the village. And I have been involved in my lifetime with all the sport in Slingsby. I'm Frida Ware. I've lived here all my life and have bits and bobs of everything. Clive Baxter. Uh, don't live here anymore, but I've uh, been football for uh, Slingsby and now we've been Morton. I'm Shirley Wright, I wasn't born here, I did live at Sling uh, Frighton uh, for 19 years and then I've been at Slingsby since. Thank you very much. And again, for the purpose of the recording, on the table quite a few people have brought today various aspects of photographic evidence and textual evidence of all sorts of wonderful things going back to certainly the 50s and probably even further than that. However, Clive, if I can start with you on talking about football, because of course it was a big part in your life, and perhaps you can uh, say it to the rest of us, how introduce to the rest of us how long you were, when you started, how long you were in the football team, and anything else that springs to right. mind. Well, the first time I played for Slingsby, and also Slingsby had two teams. One was in the Battle League and one was in the Beckett League. And we used to play football at Morton School on a Saturday morning and then they used to come back and hopefully somebody would drop out of the Battle League side and there'd be me, Alan Wright and Graham Lumley, be all toss of a coin which one was played. So that was, uh, and hopefully it was me, but uh, not always. Yeah. Um, and then from there on we uh, played uh, for Slingsby for about six years and then unfortunately I uh, joined the mother bit but I still got fond memories um, I can remember playing in uh, the flats as a, a kid um, Musty Baker's Field and that was in the village here? in the village, yes. on the flats yes. yeah. we used to go uh, maybe on the night and mark it out and one memory I've got was from my mother when I was at Morton School and uh, I come home one night, she said, what's your game of football today? I said, all yeah, right, who was that with? She said, oh, it was uh, Ovingham, we're playing Slingsby. And she said, best player on the field was a girl, which was Anne Snowball, who is now Anne Chapman. Good question. Uh, yeah, she said it was a good game, she was the best player on the field. So. And was there anybody in the Slingsby team that went on to play semi-professional or was... Uh, hunted away to any other team that was of a semi-professional? Um, no, only person, but that was years since, and Alf will probably tell me, uh, Jim Hunton, uh, which is on one of the photos, he was at Leeds United. Yeah, correct. Uh, As semi-professional. Semi-professional. Right. Yeah. And I've got to admit, he learnt me a lot about football, because he just did up street from us, and he also used to tell me, the thing he's do is get the ball down and pass it. Yes. That was his... Uh, it's always his instruction. I always try to follow that on the playing days of football. Yes. So, but uh, no, we had some uh, good times, had some good uh, games for Slingsby playing at uh, 
Gillenmar, and my cousin Tony used to tell me when we played Gillenmar, as girls used to come into practice, when you get the ball, pass it. Because as uh, Alf will tell you, when you went to Gillenmar, Tom Preston and them lads, they didn't let you. If you went past them once, you didn't go past them twice. <laughs> you had a few bruises, and Alf will clarify that way, Alf. Alf, yeah. you, you also played yeah, well, in, in, in Slingsby I, Football Club. I, I started with Slingsby Football Club just after I left school. I was assistant treasurer to Raymond Ware. We used to go to the meetings in Malden for the Bethel League, which was, the meeting place was uh, <coughs> next door to the Chinese. It, it, it fronted Savile Street, but you went up a passage and up there. Me and Raymond used to go to all the Bethel League meetings. I wasn't such a good footballer, so I ended up playing in the Bethel League till I went into the forces. And then when I came out, I never played football anymore because Slingsby had dropped down to one team then instead of two, and I just wasn't good enough. But going back to memories when I first left school, you could go around to the football field every night of the week by Sundays. We weren't allowed to play on the field on a Sunday. There was a covenant on it, no sport. And there could be anywhere between 20 or 30 players playing a match between themselves. As you arrived in the field, you went alternative which team you played for. Right. And there'd be cloggy there in your boots, so you had to be very careful as you were soon had a leg missing. <laughs> but that was every night during the week. Mm. There was 20 to 30 players playing around there. Good gracious me. Now, Clive has referenced the flats. Now, yeah, well, can was I go, that, 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 was, was that down can here? I, can I go back to this flats then? Yes. Right, it's Slingsby Boys Club. Okay. It was formed by Mr. Basil Terry, which I think it must have Was he in the war, Basil? Yes. So it would be after the war, he would come back to live in the village with his father, which was manager of the club. Basil formed this Slingsby Boys Club. We had... Peter said we had boxing in here in the village hall. We used to, in winter we had every once a week, didn't we, Peter? Once a week in the village hall we had something. But say boxing was the main one with Mr. Lassells. We had football and cricket in the flats. We had our we had to have our own pitch because as say Slingsby had two teams playing here, so we played our Saturday morning games. We played again, mainly against Basil Terrace School. He was a teacher in Moulton. Mm. So we mainly played, and that was the Slingsby Sports Club. Right. And Slingsby Boys Club, rather. rather Slingsby Boys Club, run by Basil Terry. Okay. And, and we had our own football and cricket pitch in the flats. And the flats, I take it, is it's, where it Tony Popex's house is, where he's living now. No, no, the flats is the one going to Frighton, through, through the farmyard, where the path goes to Frighton. Yes. It's now the stud. Yes. That's the flats field. It I, was J.W. Yes. Baker's... <coughs> We didn't pay no rent, no nothing. He just let us use right. the field. Because on the pictures on the display in the main hall, there is reference to a football pitch down near the station. Does anybody no. have any... No. You're going too far back. No, right, no, OK. It's no. okay. all has been yeah. where it is for the yeah. last 60 years, or 65, anyhow. Because, Peter, you were in the football team as well, captain, I believe, for a little while. Can you tell us anything about that area down there and anything else that you would like to bring in to... I, I can remember my... The football club. ...fathers and uncles talking and 
my father thought it was 1911 when it came from there's, there's a, there was a patch behind the where the council house where you lived Alex. yes and that was a field and it had a star at the end near the road yeah there's yes. a path across there and the, my father said they moved <coughs> from there in 1911 up here but at that time farm workers couldn't play football because they had to work till five o'clock on the Saturday and they didn't used to play on a Saturday they always played on Thursday afternoons down at the station because it was only people that worked in shops that had Thursday afternoon off but they worked till nine o'clock on Saturday night and the matches were played on a Thursday afternoon. So it was the early 20th century when the football field came from the station up to the flats. I think I've heard them say that. Not the flats, no. No. The, the no, sports field. The sports, sports field. field. They took, yeah. they got the sports field. The flats was just the boys. I see. But it, uh, about, I think it was 1911 I heard my dad say they moved. Yes. But I, I remember them oh, talking that farm workers couldn't play because it was Thursday afternoon. Yes. And, and you also played, did you not, at Peasy Hills, Malton, for a little while, with, with this team? Boys. With, with the boys, wasn't the it? The boys' team. Because the library in Malton was the high school yes. for Malton. Yes. Yeah. And we used to change there off, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Walk across right. the road, yeah. right away up to Peasy Hill, play football and walk all the way back. Yeah. And if it was a wet day, it was a rough one, wasn't it? Was. It And can you tell us, Peter, a little bit about Lionel Lascelles, who was chairman of the sports committee here in Slingsby? Well, maybe Frieda could tell me more about that, but there were, a, a per, there were people from what you would call... Um, probably even came from Airwood House type, you know, that... <coughs> yes. That's as yes. far, that Lascelles is there, yes. as far as I know that's what happened. But, um, uh, uh, People that were employed at Harewood House, or people that no, were the Lascelles... some relation, relation. He was some relation, and they'd been... His father had been a preacher. Yes. I think at, um, Cherry Footham. Hmm. But, but they... They did a lot of good things, you know, and, and, and gave the time for nothing. Yes. But they didn't get payment. They weren't in lab in work, if you know what right, I mean. Yes, were, yes. Is that right, Al? Yes, I think so. Yes. 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 Yeah. And Clive, apart from playing um, at uh, Gillamore from time to time, <laughs> that clearly was quite a tough, <laughs> tough course, tough uh, team and a tough pitch, was there any other memorable... Uh, you mentioned that you'd, you'd gone to York a few uh, months ago. Yeah, we, we played, uh, seemed to played at York League for uh, uh, two or three years now. Yeah. I had one season with them in the York League, which was very good and did quite well. They had quite a good side. And, uh, but uh, I think going back and far, you know, left uh, Slingsby, it's always reminded me then Slingsby sort of, they don't decline, weren't they? And we used to sometimes go with nine and ten men, you know. Uh, I can always remember a funny thing, uh, we were down to nine men and somebody said, uh, go and see if John Etty will play up straight. And so I said, ah, well, I will do, but you probably won't. Anyway, so up by straight I went. 
and he's waiting for buses, John, to go to Malton shopping. So, <laughs> I said, any chance of crew with us, John, we've only got to now. He said, well, I'm just going shopping. He says, just a minute, sir, I'll go and get me books now, come. And he was done his way out, but that's just the uh, attitude of the people. He won't pick the play because he was getting older then. And uh, but we were sharp, so yeah. when we went, we didn't win my but yeah. uh, commitment. <laughs> yeah, commitment, that was it. Yeah, uh, very good. Yeah, and uh, but other thing as well is, uh, I mean, people don't realise, but uh, Rip Smith, uh, we used to have like a, a Sunday team. We used to play up times on a Sunday, and Rip uh, he used to uh, organise it for us and uh, sort of run it for us. And Rips. Raymond. It was Raymond. Raymond, you know, yes. it was Yes, yes. Yeah, and uh, so we used to play on a Sunday morning uh, yes. in the Art League with some lads and refused to get organised. We'd bring one or two lads back with us and yeah. uh, and he used to organise that, which was all very good. Fantastic. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Alf, cricket, have you well, got can, anything? Can Sorry. I just say one thing yes. about football? football? One of the main matches of the season when I was in my teens, not, I didn't play but it was playing Hovingham on a Boxing Day. <laughs> it was the Boxing Day derby. Right. And in them days, we had to put ropes around the touchline to keep the crowd off the field. Yes. That's how many people came. That was event. every Boxing Day. Yes. We either played at Hovingham, or Slingsby played at Hovingham, or Hovingham played at Slingsby. That's a marvellous event. Yeah. But the only thing about the team in those days, there could be 80% of them from outside the village. Yes. We had place from Rillington, yes. Helmsley, yes. because we had such a good team, everybody wanted to play here. And that, that, was, and that stopped when, Alf? Well, it, I, well, I presume when I went into the forces in yes. 54, yes. when I came back there was only one team, so it must yes. have declined yes. in them yes. three years. Yes. yes. Fantastic. Right. But best players were usually Shakespeare, weren't they, Alf? Yes. My dad used to come and he never yeah. football in his life. And he used to go home and he used to say, well, he went been doing this, he went been doing that, and he never could kick football in his life. <laughs> it was natural. Yeah, it was, it was, it was good. <laughs> yes, I remember you now. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so if we come on to cricket, cricket then. I wasn't very good at cricket either. <laughs> I used to play for Slingsby in the Saturday Friendlies, mm. which were mainly York teams, which was play an innings cup of tea and sandwiches and then play another innings which used to take us anywhere up to from two o'clock till eight o'clock at night on a Saturday yes. and that was our Saturdays every Saturday when, in my early teens but besides playing for them I also played for the Castle Oden District Cup which had a team yes. which I think I must have got roped in with being Raymond's assistant he must Will you come and play cricket for us? Because Raymond worked at the court. Yes. So I played for them. The teams we played against were Frighton, Stonegrave, Ness, Nunnington, and Bartley Street. Mm. And yes. that was <laughs> Castle Oden District Cup yeah. had their own cricket yeah, team. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And that's I can't really say a lot. I can remember the Green Pavilion being built. Um, there is some notes in here about the toilets being built by Frank Lumley, which was sort of asked for by the Bowls Club, I think, really. Uh, which won't be the toilets. Yeah, there will be the same toilets now, aren't there? Yes. Yeah, they are the same toilets, yeah. Because the toilet block was built before the clubhouse was yeah. built. Yeah, yeah. 
So the toilet block was built by Frank London. Aren't you to have a toilet? Yeah, because we had ladies. Something said about yeah. that to have a yeah. toilet. Yeah, it yes. is all in here about asking. Um, it does say somewhere how much it costs, but I don't think I've got that wrote down, to be honest. Then anyway, we'll, we'll come to that when we get round to bowls. Yeah. So that's really all I can say about cricket and cricket in the village has really fallen down. We just, I think we have about six matches a year now. Does, it, does anybody? We only have one man that keeps it going, which is John Atfield. Yes. He does the pitch, he picks the teams. And does anybody else around good. the table have anything to say about the cricket in? Uh, the ladies' cricket. Yes, yes, I thought it was the ladies' cricket. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps Shirley, you can fill us in on that. Uh, partly, yes. I have a photograph here, which was taken in nineteen fifty-four, which I must have been playing just a short while before that. I was playing for the cricket before I left school for the ladies, um, and I did eventually get to be the captain of the ladies. Uh, we used to travel. Where did we go? We went to Welburn, Othingham, Swinton, uh, I think Thornton Dale, and we always used to go in Hope's buses. Um, the two drivers that used to take us, one was Harry Miller and the other was Bert Peacock, and whichever was driving was always the um, umpire when we got there. Um, and we did, we did actually play against some of the, um, were the Yorkshire or England ladies? Um, Pickering had the English. There was Pickering and then there was, Dolly, there was Dolly Hicks. Dolly Hicks from Owingham. Um, Polly Marshall, she was England. Yeah, player. she was. Um, but it was all, you were so worked up before you ever went because you were going to play these expen you know really good people and, and and it just worked well yeah they weren't any better than we were no. really did you always manage to get a full team out of the village no uh they weren't all out of the village we had um that two from Bartley street and uh, we have another one on this photograph here and i just can't recall but i think she was from broughton right in the middle I think she was from Broughton, but the majority were out of the village. And actually, when we played at Hovingham once, uh, Catherine Worsley was playing against us. And if we knew where the score book was, her name will be in it, but I don't know what happened to it. It's a shame, isn't it? Yeah. I would think it would possibly go to somebody on this photograph, but whether they would actually keep it or not, I don't know. Mm. Mm. Dolly Hicks might know. She lives in Morton, see. Uh, but she, she, we played against her. She wasn't with us. No, but she would maybe know a bit more. I don't know. I don't know. I can, did, did, she might. Yeah. Did Dolly Hicks overhand? Oh, we all did, yes. Oh, you did, did you? Oh, yeah. And Mr. Snowball down the street, you know, Bob yes. Snowball. He always said he wished he could play again, be batting against me bowling. It was his one ambition, but he never did. No. <laughs> no. And Pauline, Pauline Schwarz Simpson Turner now, she was the wicket keeper. Yes. And she was 
quick. Yes. Quick. Yes. <coughs> yeah, well she invented. really was. Mm. So no, we had some, we had some good times mm. and, and, and going on the on the coaches the same coming back there was always a sing song and yes. we thoroughly enjoyed mm. it. And a few good memorable matches. Obviously. Oh yes. Mm. Oh yes. Yeah. And some weird and wonderful pitches were played on. <laughs> I could I can pick quite a lot of them out now, roughly where they were, but of course they're no they're no longer. Oh another place we went to as well to play was Strensel. And their pitch was somewhere down the side of the army. army camp. Um the Swinton and Broughton one was um just over the field there as you're going into Malton. And oh yes, it was. Um, and presumably quite a few village greens with trees in the way in close proximity of dwellings. I think so, yes, mm. but I cannot remember who would cut the green for us mm. and, and make sure the pitch was all uh, ready. John Wilson was the groundsman for the cricket page. Yeah. Just have ready near where the balls club asked him to cut the balls. It's all in here. Oh, right. So it was John Wilson drew up straight. I just Joyce's w- brother. Yeah, I just wouldn't have a, I just wouldn't yeah, have well, a clue. It says it says in here that John was the groundsman for the. Oh right. And uh, well, it would be that John Wilson. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. He was the groundsman for Slingford Cricket Club. Mm. He cut the green. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Could I just say I seem to remember when I was real little. With living at the lodge, we used to come into that field here that. And it was when the army were there, but the pavilion was where the bowls is now. And it was a blue wood nut, nothing special, but I wondered if anybody else remembered no, that or I'm, I'm not mixed up. And they are, it was something to do with the army because the army were in that field in the yeah. war. Yeah. Can you remember anything, Frida? Yeah, I don't remember that, but I remember army being in that field. And they had some dugouts, aren't they, down yes. in the back? Yes, they did, yes. Yes. Well, there's one right in the middle of the field up in this yeah. dark, there was a gun turret, and you yes. can still pick it out to this day. I remember that, because yeah. I remember... Oh, God. Twisting the gun round and round, yeah. just plain. Yeah. There was a gun turret, and mm. it's still there today, is, that, is the, 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 the part of the field yes. has a ring yeah. round it, yeah. and yeah. that's in coming up towards the corner of the bowling green. Yeah. You can pick that out today. Incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Perhaps you'd like to start off, uh, Alf, about the bowling club and how long it's been in the village. Because right. your participation in it goes back a long time, doesn't it? Not really. When you read this, you'll know why. Right, Slingsby Bowls Club. A public meeting was held in Slingsby Village Hall on March the 15th, 1950 to form a bowling club. This was brought forward by the Reverend Patrick, who had come from Ecton Bridge to be the rector of Slingsby, and he played bowls at Ecton. The the next annual general meeting, there was an age limit fixed. You had to be over 25 years or you couldn't go on the green. Subscriptions was five pound per year. The first games to be played were played on the rectory lawn at Slingsby. And they all, they bought some 
um, timber and they put well, timber around the lawn so the woods didn't go off onto the gravel. So, so um, this is all coming out of the minute book, which I have from 1950. Now, reading the minute, oh, wait it, uh, the first. Uh, the, the, the first lawnmower was hired from the cricket club at £5 per year. Now, reading in the minute books, it said that Molten Bowling Club was disbanded. This is in 1950. And one of the Tate Smiths had said, why don't you come down, you'll get some cheap stuff. So they went down to, they had a meeting with the Molten Bowls Club they bought a one greens hand cutter, one hand roller, one garden seat, approximately 20 pairs of woods for the sum of £20. 